In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we are, gathered before God's holy altar on this second Sunday of Lent. It's a nice, brisk, sunny February day in Wisconsin, which we go out in without complaint because we are tougher, and I assume it means more beautiful than everyone else. I think that's what it means, right? We can endure the cold. You're tougher and prettier than everyone else. And so it's good to be here in the second Sunday of Lent, when always on the second Sunday of Lent, as we are being driven out into the wilderness, our mortifications, our prayer, our fasting and almsgiving are helping us to go more interior, more recollected, and they're a little bit difficult to do. I know this trivia night's coming up on Friday in Baraboo, and I love jalapeno poppers more than anything, but I'm not going to be able to eat them because I'm in the wilderness of Lent. Sometimes that's how it goes. And so we have the transfiguration of the Lord, this account of the Lord appearing as He truly is. If you have been doing your reading, your five pages a day in the book, The Case for Jesus, then you will certainly have come to a deep confidence of how the relation of St. Mark's Gospel comes from St. Peter himself. So we are hearing Peter tell us, through St. Mark, this is what he observed. Now, a little context. We read this in the ninth chapter of St. Mark's Gospel. In the eighth chapter of St. Mark's Gospel, Jesus Christ is telling his disciples that he is the Messiah. The Messiah must re be rejected, must suffer, die, and then be raised, all right? So Matthew chapter 8 is sort of Jesus giving catechism. Now the transfiguration, it says in the scriptures, happens six days later. Six days later, they've left the city, they're wandering through the wilderness, and they pause and go up the mountain and see Christ as He is. So number one, this is a reminder to us. As we're on the wilderness, we are reminded that we are not following a guru, we are not following a wise man, we are not following a prophet, we're not even following a popular guy, right? It's not like following Aaron Rodgers on Twitter, who everybody loves, no matter how disgusting his mustache becomes, we still all think he's fantastic, right? Not like that. It's the one who must suffer and die and on the third day be raised. The crucified one who is the God-man. And they see. But within their seeing, they come down and they have a question. They question what rising from the dead meant, which is fantastic given the fact that they just were told a week earlier. This is a sign for us. Again, we, we pledge ourselves because why? It is the Son of God who is going to die. It is Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, the God-man. God handed over His own Son. What else won't He give us? Uh, prophesied from all time. When Abraham is going up the side of the mountain with Isaac, I mean, if you read that story, you understand the context of what's happening. The father with the son, and the son carries the wood on his shoulders up the mountain, and Isaac asks his father Abraham, what are we going to sacrifice? And Abraham says, God himself will provide the sacrifice. It's the faith of Abraham that is, as it were, immolated. It's the faith of the apostles 
They questioned what rising from the dead meant, and they followed. It is shortly after this that the apostle St. Thomas, we call the doubter, will say to the other apostles, let us also go to Jerusalem to die with him. And so, as we are in the midst of Lent, again, let's hold that power deep. Once again, Lent is not just a thing we do. Hey, we're Catholics. Father wears purple. Uh, don't eat fit meat on Fridays. Just pour on as much tartar sauce as you can at the school fish fry. No, it's, we derive ourselves. Pour as much tartar sauce on in the fish fry in April and Easter. Do that. I'll sit and invite me. I'll pay for it. Okay. Anyways, we drive out to the wilderness. And when you do that, you'll see the glory. The glory of the one who is going to die before he lives. The glory of Jesus Christ, who so loved the world that he became a human person, paid the debt you could not pay, rose from the dead that you would not have to fear, and then by the power of the Holy Spirit says, come into my life and know that peace and that glory. How? Because you're willing to go to Jerusalem to die with him. But without any fear, because God himself provided the sacrifice. So, you want to be firm, read your five pages. The case for Jesus helps form your mind. It's, it's tough, I know. Get your pencil and your highlighter. It's okay, right? Grow in that confidence in your mind. Stay faithful to your devotions. If you're sitting here thinking, my devotions to Lent are lame, fine. Get better ones. If you say they're awesome, great. Do them. Because they will help you get into the wilderness to pause on the holy mountain and to be renewed deep in faith. I am following one who died and lives forever. What else will God give me? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.